for my ally is the Force. And a powerful ally it is. Life creates it. Makes it grow. Its energy surrounds us and binds us. Luminous beings so we, not this crude matter. You must feel the force around you. Here, between you, me, the tree, rock, everything. I am a Jedi, like my father before me. You don't know the power of the dark side. If you strike me down, I shall become more powerful than you can possibly imagine. Welcome to episode 36 of Blue Harvest, a Star Wars podcast. I'm your host, Halls Burkhart. And I'm your host, Will Witten. And sitting in with us this week is my fiance, Jesse. Hello, everyone. Hi, Jesse. How's it going? It's good to have you on here. Yes, yes. It's been a while since I've... It's uh, been a minute. Yeah. And I have i don't think I've ever been on where I, it's just me as a guest. It's usually someone else, too. So. Yeah, in addition... Well, welcome first solo guest experience. Well, before we get into the Star Wars news and discussion this week, I'll give out our information. If you want to like us on Facebook, you can at facebook.com slash Blue Harvest Podcast. You can follow us on Twitter at Blue Harvest Pod. And if you want to email us, you can at Blue Harvest Podcast at gmail.com. We dig those listener emails. We sure do, and we've got this one. The we've bueno got one. ones and the no bueno ones. We've got one this week, and I'm going to go straight into it, if that's cool. I haven't heard this yet. It's from our buddy Evan. He says, hey guys, so I'm going to throw out statements related to Star Wars going around. And to these statements, you can only reply with true or false based on your opinions. Okay. So we can't extrapolate. From what I can tell, he doesn't. He just wants a true or false based on what we think. All right, he you ready? Instant reaction. All right, you ready? Here we go. There will be an Obi Wan spinoff after the Han Solo spinoff. True. Uh, false. I'm going to go with false on that. Uh, I am going to go with true. Dude, Eventually. as long as Ewan McGregor is alive, that is a missed opportunity. As long as Ewan McGregor is alive and willing to do a Star Wars anything, it is a missed opportunity not to have him do a standalone Obi-Wan Kenobi story or I series agree. of stories. I mean, they could do like a TV series or something like that. No, a series of movies. Of what Obi-Wan's up to. Series of movies. I do of what Obi Wan's up to while he's on Tatooine with Luke. You know he's not just chilling in the hut twenty, you know, forty years. Um, 20, twenty years, sorry. I say true, but I say eventually because I think 
and it's, it's personal bias. I think the third spinoff movie will be Boba Fett. I mean, that's appropriate. I kind of feel like if they were going to do a, a Obi Wan movie or series of movies, maybe that would be like a. You know, maybe uh, they're waiting for Ewan McGregor to get a little more age on him. Maybe, but it could also be uh, the trilogy or whatever that they give us while we wait for the next trilogy. That'd you know what I'm saying? If they don't want to immediately roll into 10, 11, 12, build some hype. All right, here's his next one Finn will have a lightsaber of his own in episode 8 slash 9. False. I'm going to say false. False here too. That's just my gut reaction. I, I want him does, to. That would be totally cool. Yeah. Reaction is he does not. He should just get one of those fucking laser swords. One of those zapper guns that he can fight with. A laser sword and a zapper gun. Whatever. The lightsaber fuck. is I, a I, lightsaber. I, I, you yeah, mean the stun I baton? I, yes. I think she's uh, talking about the stun ton for the I mean, baton thing. That would be cool. Uh, I don't know. I want him to have a lightsaber. I just don't know. I'm wondering if he's he going to have some sort of metal augmented robotic spine. I think that would make sense. That would be cool. You know, like a <laughs> dead escape. Ray, Finn, and Poe will all live past episode nine. It's definitely, yes, true. You think uh, so? I think so. I would like it to be true. I would like it to be true. I'm Just for the entrance interest of uh, variety, and so we can look back on this in a few years and see that I'm totally... Wrong. I'm going to say false. One of them's not going to make it through. You're probably right. I mean, well, all, all I got to say is Luke, Han, and Leia all, all made three it through. Made yeah. it through the that entire is a good trilogy. point. <clears throat> all right, and then he has plus Ray's, Chewie plus yeah. R2D2 plus C3PO plus Neon Nub plus Admiral Ackbar plus Lando Calrissian. Lando, yeah. But the thing is, now you have to kill characters. Everybody kills characters. Like, not if if you write your story well enough. You do not have to kill a character. That is just my personal opinion. I think Carri- killing a character they carries have weight. Of- but if that becomes part of your formula, it no longer carries weight. Right. They already. They also have plenty of people that they can. And forgive me uh, for the lost reference, but it becomes lost. Like you're wondering who's going to die this episode. You know, there was a span of yeah. time and loss where you were like. Who's you know if somebody's but, going? You know, they went good. I mean, the thing everybody's is, everybody's death was meaningful and yeah. purposeful and done well. The thing I is, I don't is, mean that in any way. Star Wars also doesn't have a cast as large as Lost. Right. You know what I'm saying? Lost is sort of anomaly in that fact of how many main characters there are. And fairly enough, the way you tie up the story is they all die and meet up in this big waiting room before they all pass on. But <clears throat> so his next one is. Ray's staff is more than just a staff. False. 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 You, will, I guarantee you will not see that staff again. Mm-mm. Gone. No, I think the staff is an excuse to give her lightsaber training off the bat. Yeah, a, a melee sort of uh, weapon for her to use. You know what I'm saying? Melee chops. Huh. Snoke has a lightsaber. False. False. Off the bat. I, know. I say false. It's only possibly because true, but I just feel false. You think if he has a lightsaber, he would uh, be like, yo, Kylo, you need to fix your fucking lightsaber, dude. It's all fucking <laughs> fucked up, man. Or Kylo Ren would be better at lightsaber battle than to be beat by... Yeah. Well, you know, I mean, if you really want to break it down, Kylo got beaten because he had to get beaten at the end of that. I mean, of you course, know what I'm saying? But, but 
if you're trying to put it in some sort of story context, yeah, I, I see what you're mean, meaning. If your Dark Lord of the Sith is not the lightsaber proficiency guy, <laughs> you're going to be learning different dark side lessons than lightsaber proficiency. Um, and then he says, uh, the next one, Kylo will be redeemed. As much as I hate to say it, true. Yeah, I'm, that's exactly what I would say. I think false. You, uh, so you think he's an irredeemable villain? I think they've already planted the seeds. I know. Of him being pulled to the, toward the light. I don't want him to be... I, I want him to, again. to die. The pull to the light. He killed my boy like Han Solo. Die. It's fine if he's redeemed like <laughs> Snape. You know, like right before he dies. That's fine with I mean, me. I think that's probably the most likely scenario. Like, I can't see him surviving on... But I think he will be, in some sense, redeemed. Yeah. <clears throat> we will one day get a rated R Star Wars movie. Well, like we were just talking about with Deadpool. Like, maybe, yeah. I uh, say false. I, I'm going to say true. It can, I say it true. Can... A rated R Star Wars I movie? I say true. I say there's a market for it, and as long as there's a market for it, it'll happen. This is the thing. I think you'll see what this quote-unquote market for it is. When you see the box office returns for Deadpool. I'm not saying Deadpool's going to be a failure by any means. It's going to do well, I think. I think they're projected to make maybe 55, 60 million their first weekend. I just feel like the um, stigma of children seeing rated R movies is not the same as it was in the 90s when I was Yeah, I think, I think the way we don't see any rated R Marvel movies, like Deadpool, is not, it's a Fox. It's made by Fox. It's not made by Marvel. Okay. Yeah. You know what I mean? I think the same way we we're not going to see an R-rated Avengers or uh, fucking Captain America Avengers, where he's doing butt stuff with Sharon Carter, like seeing a rated R Venom movie, right? Still like wouldn't that. fall under. See, that's once again, it's the rights thing. That's a Sony property. Sony owns all the Spider-Man. Well, stuff. that was just. Let me find another villain. Hold on, you um, know, any sort of villain movie. If Deadpool came out and did crazy because box office, like I'm telling you right now, the Netflix shit. That ain't PG-13. No, that's what I was going to say. That's the closest. We may get a Netflix original Star Wars series that sort of toes the line of R. You know what I mean? That's. I don't think we'll see. Because the amount of money they want to make at the box office uh, with a Star Wars movie, regardless of the time and age it is, ours just don't do as well. That's why horror movies and stuff went to PG-13 is because they I thought understand. they could, you know, I think pull in more audience by having as the, a lighter rating. As the base grows and as you do Rogue One, as you have all this animated stuff, like there's going to be, someone's going to do a gritty Star Wars, a realistic kind of well, glory. I read on Twitter this week. If it's an week, anime or if it's a... I can't remember who was saying it, so I apologize, but apparently the script, the original script for Rogue One was close to an R. You know, they it, it sort of towed the line. It's a war movie, dude. Yeah. I was kind <coughs> of expecting that. A rated R Boba Fett movie would be pretty That's awesome. That's what I was going to say. It if would be you, pretty yeah. awesome. You know how awesome... But it won't You happen. could just call it Bounty Hunters and Mercenaries. Or and something. you could do whatever the... You know. You could make it so <coughs> bloody and just like... Mercs and Cowboys. We'll see. Real I could be completely shit. wrong. I think we will not get a rated R. I think... I think even more than comics, Star Wars is meant for the PG-13, PG area. That's where we're going to see most of the content. And I think if they do stray, it will be in something like 
a I Netflix mean, original series. We never really or, got a rated R Star Trek, did we? Not that I can think of, no. I mean, the PG-13s got pretty edgy, but they never got no, rated I mean, R. No, I mean, yeah. <clears throat> I mean, and see, it's some of the stuff, like cursing, like hearing someone say fuck in Star Wars would just be weird. That's not what I'm looking you for. Know, that, like, I know. A so you Book got, of Vile Darkness movie about the Sith, you know, exclusively. Yeah. You know, you could make a Star Wars horror movie, you know, about the Sith. Yeah, I think that would be captivating. I mean, that would it's be pretty neat. It's the criteria of hitting an R that you got to sort of consider, which is extreme violence. You know what I'm saying? It's uh, you know, sexual content. We're not going to see that in a Star Wars movie. We you could, could see in the some Boba Fett movie. Well, it's you know, hunter. like, uh, out, like what if it's artistic and tasteful, like the Ridley Scott Alien? You know, there's just a little bit of nudity, but it's not. I mean, I'm there's not, a little there's bit of nudity in Return of the Jedi. There's a difference between a little bit of nudity and some fucking butt banging in Star Wars. That or is not what I'm like talking about. Some, here. You know what I'm saying? Some Game of Thrones fucking incest shit. That like. It's even if it goes R, it's not hard R. No. You know what I'm saying? No, like, we're not talking about the fucking no. hostile of Star Wars. No, no, I'm talking. Nobody about, wants to see Eli Roth no, Star Wars. I'm talking about Terminator Star Wars, or yeah, I mean, uh, let me get. Uh, there's something better, Blade Runner Star Wars, or is Blade Runner R? I think Blade Runner is definitely. Is it? Oh, I, have to I remember a that. scene where the dude pops his dude's eyeballs out with his hand. You know, his thumbs. Yeah. Like I can't. Th- to be that vivid enough to stick out in my mind that I can't. Well, what about this? Would you th- would you say that Temple of Doom was R? No, a dude's heart gets ripped out of his chest. That's true. And that movie, if I'm not mistaken, I could be wrong about this. That's the movie that made them create the PG-13 rating from PG Temple to R. Yeah, like oh, really? in between. They were What's... like, it's a little bad, but right. If you're a teenager, okay, so. Salacious B. Crumb should be a life-sized stuffed doll. False. False, false. I, I say true. I'd buy one of those. You want to okay. buy a Salacious Crumb? Yeah. I would buy one of those. I would. I like Salacious Crumb. <laughs> Luna would neat. chew that shit up. Dude, I'm just imagining his laugh. Two weeks. Like, well, he it was built in with the laugh. Like I don't know, man. That's, I me. That's that a, motherfucker across the room. It seems kind of appealing. Like Especially if it looked like the one in the movie. <laughs> if it was kind of like a... <laughs> Would you yeah. buy an anime body pillow? Like, <laughs> no. What about me? Screams fucking. I would buy an anime body pillow to no, all no, cuddle no. up with and put not my like dick in. Not like one with an anime girl on it. Maybe but it's I mean your one with maybe it's your crumb. top knot with the chine. No. With, with like the a salacious crumb <laughs> anime body pillow where it's just him chilling on the body. Pillow. Maybe it's the My Little Ponies T-shirt you're wearing right now. Maybe that. Yeah. Uh, I mean, or your, your we samurai know bun with the chops, the lathe, the lightsaber chopsticks sticking out of it. I do call. Uh, I think Johnny Grosso did that. I think I, he has lightsaber chopsticks <laughs> in his man bun. I do call Jesse my waifu. Your waifu, <laughs> Leia. Don't ever call me your waifu, please. <laughs> oh, it's fucking on. Deets on that. Uh, don't ever call her. Uh, uh, Deets on that. Not do that. Tomorrow, I am going to. Only refer to her as my waifu. <laughs> I'm going to get right. up in the morning and get a shower, and I'm going to be like, what's up, waifu? You, you want to go to the comic book store and to the deli? Up, uh, we'll be so kawaii. You should Sounds look up like some other cool. some other otaku, like uh, <laughs> some other terms, terms to throw in yeah. there. To get, yeah. Oh, and when we're at the pep oh, in there. oh hey, look at me, Will. Look at me in my eyes. Tomorrow when I go to the comic book store and Jesse goes with me, 
I'm going to introduce her to the comic book guy as my waifu. Aww. This is my waifu, Jesse. She's in here for the love, Hina. She's in here for the love, Hina. Do you have the newest love, <laughs> Hina? To love, Rue. <laughs> Leia will use the Force in episode 8 and 9. False. False. Yeah, false. I think we've seen the extent of... Not that Leia's not powerful, but I think we've seen the extent of her her connection to the Force. Um, you know, when she gets all bummed out when Han dies. Leia like, for... I don't think she ever trained, really. Leia for took Force training a long time ago. Yes. She may be, a, she may be sensitive enough that people can reach out to her in distress. No, she'll never lose her sensitivity, but... Right. She has not nurtured that gift in any way and has, in fact, neglected it. I think so, too. I think that's exactly On a purpose. good way to put Abstained. it. All right, next up, and this is his last one, and finally, Ray is Luke's daughter. I mean, I think that's pretty obvious. If, it, if, if <coughs> I that say is true. not the I case, think, I think true as well. you I mean, totally set me up to believe that it was. Right. right, and then there's going to be some twist. You've fucking got, rug out from under You've me. got some brilliant bait and switch coming up if that ain't Luke's daughter. So, um, I actually read an interesting article on io9 this week. There was like the 24 weirdest theories of who's Ray, who Ray's parents are or whatever. You know, it was, it was sort of silly, meant to be silly. Um, but at the end, the guy put forth a pretty interesting theory. It's almost a little too complicated for me to see them explaining in the movie but if what if say uh palpatine is who recovered luke's hand and saber from cloud city you know what i'm saying uh the saber that shows up in force awakens what if he took that hand and tried to clone luke or use luke's dna or whatever to create the ultimate force user and created ray Huh. That would be neat. Well, so then she would be a Skywalker, quote-unquote, and, you know, sort of Luke's daughter. You, he could assume the role of father, but it also sort of eliminates the need for there to be uh, a wife for Luke that you never get to meet that's gone off screen. You know what I'm saying? Right. It's an interesting theory. It also pays a little homage to the fact that Anakin was immaculately conceived. Right. It it's also sort of calls back to that, which is neat, I think. I, you know, so far of, of the weird theories and stuff I've seen online, I think that's my favorite so far. Yeah. I can see why. It's very sci-fi. Um, and then he, he has this to say. Thanks, guys. P.S. Have you ever seen the deleted scene from The Phantom Menace where Anakin punches young Greedo in the head? It makes the funniest fucking sound, Evan. Have you ever seen that deleted scene? I have, yeah. I like that deleted scene. I never have. That's one of those things where, like, when me and Dad and Jeff were growing up, Jeff was real big on special features. So I got to watch deleted scenes and special features of every DVD because that was kind of when DVDs were coming out and getting big. And, and, like, that was one of the first things that, like, I got a hand, I got a, uh, stand on the side of Jeff I love some special features if it's a movie I really like I don't watch the special features on every movie or you know what's crazy what's crazy is watching the special edition Lord of the Rings with all the extended footage in Mm -hmm. in entirety you're talking that's like a 12 hour engagement that's more more than that because it feels like Return of the King extended is like fucking 12 hours along on its own they can't be 
more than four hours a piece each, but they're close. Like I, it's, three or four. Return of the King is over four. Oh my in God. its extended version. Because I believe it was close to four in its theatrical release. I fell asleep in one of those movies in the theater. It was just too long. That's what she said. <laughs> she falls asleep all the time on me, but it's not because it's too long. After Fellowship and Two Towers, I was ready for Sam and Frodo to just fucking get they it did. over with. They did off screen. <laughs> you know what sure. I'm saying? They definitely did. did. I read One that of those fan fiction cold mortar like, nights and like fucking lo- eating some Limbus bread and they're I like, love- I want to eat some, eat some Limbus ass. I love Lord of the Rings but like the way those two looked at each other I was like, somebody's about to swallow cock in like five <laughs> seconds. Excuse <laughs> me, uh, explicit content warning. Ret- uh, retroactive. What's funny is um, you know, I read the books before the movies came out and then but once, and then when they started doing the movies, I would reread each perspective book right. before the movie came out. And I can't remember if it's towards the end of the Two Towers or the uh, in Return of the King where Frodo has been captured by the orcs and Sam goes to save him and he finds him and he's naked. And he cuddles naked Frodo. And I was like, it, that, if they do that, I doubt they... I, I called it. I was like, they're not going to do this in the movie. Can't. There's no way fucking uh, the dude from Goonies is going to cuddle fucking North. They should Naked. <laughs> I mean, it would have like fit perfectly into how they were playing those characters. I mean, they're hobbits, though. Like, you know... They live a carefree life. A carefree life where every now and then you might trip and fall into your best friend's butt. Yeah, yeah. After a second breakfast. <coughs> oh, there is some fucking... No, or the, the fucking is done in between first and second breakfast. And that's the, that's the purpose. Lunch. Oh, yeah. That's the purpose of all those meals is they're carbo-loading for some hardcore <laughs> hobbit-on-hobbit hairy-foot gay fucking... Call it the marathon. <laughs> Fucking a hobbit donkey punch with a fucking using their hairy ass feet. It's a shire. Oh, it's a good old fashioned shire marathon. So uh, you remember last week I was talking about how we hadn't really gotten any news on Battlefront DLC. See, well, we got some news this week. See, uh, the first update they did this week, they did a a tiny free content update. Did you hear about this? No. What is this? They ad- addressed one of our complaints. What was that? They patched in new outfits for han and luke on hoth so oh. now when you play as them on hoth they get their hoth gear yeah that's, that's cool <laughs> look it's it's a minor free upgrade but it's something that i was like oh why the fuck is jedi luke on Hoth? right he, he would be cold you were the nerd boy <laughs> oh i was but they also finally gave us on some information on what we can expect with the season pass good you want me to break this down for please you please do so the first one we're getting is going to be in march March 2016, and it's Star Wars Battlefront Outer Rim. And this is what it says. Fight among the factories of Sullust and battle within Jabba the Hutt's palace on Tatooine. Interesting. So from that information alone, we're not getting a new planet in the first DLC. We're getting new levels. On Sullust and Tatooine. Now, by the way, we're also getting new levels for free. We're getting a new Hoth and Endor level. That are the big maps, I believe. For the Walker Assault? Mm-hmm. For Walker Assault. Or so a new Hoth Walker Assault and a new Endor Walker yes. Assault. They have been needing a new Endor Walker Assault because that bitch is one long, like, mm-hmm. it's one walker. It's two. It's two instead of three. That's how, because normally it's three walkers. On Endor, 
it's two instead of three. That's how. Remember, they cut. There's only two walkers. Maybe on I haven't played in a while. Yeah, it's been a little while because last time I played indoor it was only one walker, and everybody else was two. Um, am I? Maybe you are right, and I'm wrong. That's only one instead of. Three. I don't know. It's only one I'm way to figure idiot. it out. All right, and then after that, in summer of 2016, we're getting Star Wars Battlefront Bespin. It's hunt or be hunted in this action-packed experience set in the Cloud City of Bespin. Self-explanatory. That's pretty neat. I would like to see Cloud City. They always do a nice job on the... Mm-hmm. It's so pretty. But um, I can't play shooters, so i stay out of that one. i just um, uh, go build my house on Fallout. Bespin... Uh, so, if... You know, I guess it really comes down to the question that we sort of debated before. Are we getting four new heroes and four new villains? or I guarantee they take the laser heroes? route and it's two and two. You think it's two and two? Gotta be. So, who do you think the hero or the villain could be for Outer Rim? A bounty hunter? Maybe Greedo? Probably. You know what I'm saying? With them not doing Force Awakens, I if feel like... If you're gonna it, do a bounty hunter, it better be IG-88. Because to me, he's second most badass next to Boba Fett. Bosk would be cool. Bosk... Dengar, Forlom, and Zuckus. They kind of make a fool of Bosk in the Clone Wars, and it makes me respect him less. Yeah, they do kind of. Have you been watching some Clone Wars lately? I watch it every now and then. Nice. Um, But if Bosk were a little more badass, he would be cool. Yeah, it's not that I... I If they're going with any bounty hunters, it should be IG-88 or Bosk. Forlom, Zuckus, Dengar... IG-88 is like... A straight up assassin droid. Mm-hmm. To me, that's scary. Like, like, I don't know. Now, Bespin. There's your rated R Star Wars movie, an IG eighty eight movie. I mean, it basically would be the Terminator. Yeah, Battlefront Bespin. I'm calling it now, Lando. Oh yeah, Lando. Lando. Should have Lando if it's Cloud City. Like, if it ain't Lando, it's gonna be Chewy. Yeah. There, well, and there was all that that information. That I was talking about last week, where they found sort of the the character model for Chewie within the game, no. and there's a listing for Yoda being voiced, and Yoda's not in the game at all. Yeah. So. Uh, and then in fall 2016, Star Wars Battlefront Death Star. That's pretty cool. That's no moon. One of the most iconic locations in the Star Wars universe makes its debut in Star Wars Battlefront. Oh, wow. What if you get to do trench runs? That's what I'm wondering, because they said new game modes, so maybe there will be some kind of, like we were talking that one time, some sort of destroy the Death Star game mode. I would be down with that. That would be so sweet. If, like, members, if it could be, like, a fighter squadron game, and you got to make an attack run, and you got to assist the attack run, just kind of like you do with the targets, you know, when you're playing fighter squadron. Right. And then... Uh, early 2017, the last expansion pack, which right now is untitled, they're just calling it Star Wars Battlefront Expansion Pack 4. We will have more details to share about this exciting new expansion pack in the coming months. I've got a theory about this one. Now, they've said no Force Awakens content, that they're only focusing on original trilogy stuff. That could very easily be Rogue One related, I think. Because Rogue One even though it's before New Hope, is still closer to original trilogy. Right. You know what I'm saying? And that's coming out early 2017 after Rogue One. I mean, maybe I'm fooling myself, but I kind of feel like that's what it may may be in the end. I think that's smart. <clears throat> but that's all the news we got. Uh, so it looks like 
Um, sometime in March, we'll get our first large expansion pack for Battlefront. It'll be in March before you know it. Oh, I mean, I'm not worried about it. It's not like I'm I'm more worried about the the movies and Episode Eight getting delayed than when I'm getting Star Wars Battlefront content. I'll be stoked when I do. <coughs> I mean, the delay is not that bad, though. It's just... Just six months. It's still broken up like one a year. Yep. That's true. Um, I would still like some more fighter squadron ships. Yeah. I, I mean, I think that's a possibility. They could even control... I mean, just give me different skins. Yeah. You could give me a B-Wing that can control exactly like an X-Wing. And yeah. I would be okay. I'd be okay with that. Yeah. You know. I think if you're going to do that, you have to give them... It would be neat. You know. Especially if it's going to be part of the expanded expansion, pa- the uh, the season pass, you got to make it worth my fifty bucks or whatever whatever it was I spent. What on if the there's like pass. a land fighter squadron? What if you could send ATSTs versus? I don't know. You'd need something some comparable re- for the rebels. I mean, that would be okay. It would also be really slow just driving ATSTs. You know what I'm but saying? If there were multiple ATSTs, yeah. like you're like yeah. I don't know. Um, I have this idea in my head, and it doesn't sound executable, but it sounds cool. I was wondering if maybe we were going to see, um, you know, uh, on Bespin, I think we'll definitely see Cloud Cars as one of the new vehicles, which uh, I was talking to Steve about. You know, he fucking hates those. He thinks they're the dumbest ship in Star Wars. Yeah. And I was like, oh, man, if they put that in, you and me, buddy, that's all we're doing. We're driving around in Cloud Cars. Who dri- Like, who drives? Right? Probably How does that work? Other. Probably this one pilot, co-pilot, but everybody's got their own jelly bean pod. Right? That's one of those things I think somebody would be like, oh, obviously the way it works is... They're designed for uh, multiple matrices of ships to be connected <laughs> together. Thank you very matrices, much. I like that. But uh, that, uh, the two-man is most effective. You want to hear a little uh, Rogue One uh, rumor business? Sure. So Making Star Wars uh, reported this week that basically they're hearing um, pretty strong information that we're going to be seeing Vader in Rogue One. Nooch Vader. Which makes total sense. Got to. Given the story, given the setting, uh, just makes a whole hell of a lot of sense that we'd see Vader. It's cool to see. We're going to see what... (laughs) why vader's so pissed off when he boards princess leia's ship because you feel i don't know i feel like when i watch a new hope as soon as vader sets foot on yeah, that ship he's he is pissed. there with a righteous pissed off well and they mentioned in the opening crawl that uh the rebels have just won their first battle against the empire yeah i think that's what we're gonna see yeah, that's exactly what we're gonna i think see. this movie is gonna basically lead right into a new hope that's gonna be great it'll be interesting watching it in marathon form you know what i mean like seeing how it feels going from say episode three to this into episode four, you know what I mean? So yeah, it'll be neat. I think. I think um, you're going to get more filler in that time space as time goes on. Yeah. Oh, I think so too. I mean, honestly, if you think about the Han Solo movie, that's going to be in that time space. I would have to imagine Boba Fett, unless they're going to. I see Boba Fett being set in that time period too unless they're going to surprise the shit out of me and do it post return of the jedi um and then same thing goes for the you know supposed or proposed obi-wan movie it seems like that's where a lot of the 
spinoff anthology Star Wars story, whatever the fuck they're going to call them, movies are going to be mm, set. Yeah. Um, and they've also heard a little information that maybe we're going to get some Tarkin too. Once again, only makes sense. <clears throat> That's going to be a little harder to pull off, though. It is because you know you just get somebody of good enough size to be in the Vader suit. Get some, you know, get a, a good design on the Vader suit, recreate it faithfully, and get James Earl Jones to do the voice. You got Vader, Tarkin. Right. That dude's dead. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Um, we saw him for a little bit in episode three, you know, right there at the very end of episode three. But you could tell that dude had face makeup on. Yeah, and that's the thing, like... You you can just find an old dude. I'll believe it. Yeah. An old British guy, that's... Yeah, I'm sure they can replace him easily. Somebody's playing the trumpet. Sounds like a garbage shoot. (laughs) I mean, it basically is. Um... So, let me see. Uh, Oh, um, (coughs) Daisy Ridley posted something interesting on Instagram today. Really? She posted a picture of some flowers and uh, a piece of paper or what looked like, I I don't think it was the script or it looked like a note or something that said eight on the top. It looks like they're really getting geared up to head into production. That's great. Of episode eight. It's so, time. Yeah, I mean, I hope you enjoyed your break. It's time to produce me another Star Wars. <laughs> well, you know, if you think about when they finished filming, it was damn near a year before the movie came out. It was. They've been on break for a minute. Yeah, you know, so they've had some time to themselves, and you know, they had to do a I hell of a lot that, of this. Yeah, it's promotions. Um, but they can go back to work. They're making plenty of money. <laughs> There's some rumors that they're going to film in Croatia. Croatia for episode eight. It looks like they're going to do a lot more of the real world location shooting. Um, have you? Did you happen to see this video that's floating around online? No. Um, I believe it was a a video that they sent to maybe the Oscar committee, 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 committee <laughs> that um, shows before and after on the visual effects in the Force Awakens. Man, it's fucking impressive. The shit really? they did. It is impressive. Uh, my f- the one I, I point to most of the time when I tell people about this is, you know the scene um, when Kylo goes to talk to Snoke and Snoke is like, the droid is on the Millennium Falcon in the, pos- uh, in the hands of your father, Han Solo. Right. <clears throat> Originally in that scene, uh, Kylo had his mask off. They filmed Adam Driver and everything. Well, I guess they decided they liked him having the helmet on uh, more in that scene, so they just CG'd Kylo right in there, just CG'd helmeted tell. helmeted Kylo in there, and um, man, I like those behind the scenes thing. I hope they they get real deep into that stuff on the if they if I'm gonna watch a making of or a a behind the scenes documentary, it's gonna be about Star Wars. I'm sure they'll wait to do that when they release the trilogy collection set, yeah. and it'll have the behind the scenes for making of all three of this trilogy. Yeah, because they're gonna want me to buy each movie individually, and then when the trilogy comes out, they're gonna want me to buy the box set. Right. Which I will, because I'm a fucking sucker. Yep. Do you sucker. think they're gonna do a fancy box set? Oh yeah, they'll do two, uh, they'll two do tiers. A, they'll do the two tiers. The diamond tier and the platinum. They'll tier. do like a just the Force Awakens episode eight, episode nine box set. Then they'll do uh, the nine movie box set, and then they'll do you know 
the nine movies this plus comes the with three a statue and this comes with a right. fake lightsaber and this comes with a handy J. What's <laughs> a hand a handy J. Dude, you pre-order a fucking... At Walmart? <laughs> there was a lady, when we went to Walmart on Force Friday, she wanted to give Will a handy, Jay. She did. <laughs> she pinned a fucking Star Wars pin on his shirt like a goddamn medal. She did. Like the Medal of Honor. She was smelling me. Mm-hmm. Ooh, you smell nice. She was way into Will. Um... <clears throat> Oh, man. I'm drawing a blank on here. There was something else I wanted to talk about. We did the email. We did the Battlefront DLC. Um, oh, did I tell you about the Poe Dameron comic that's coming out? No. They're doing a five-issue? I knew the one about the one that's got his parents in it. Right, that we read, Shattered Empire. Well, they're doing a, uh, a five-issue miniseries, I believe, starting in April. I think it's going to be after the Obi-Wan and Anakin miniseries wraps up. That'll be their next. Because they've sort of done that. They did Leia, Lando, Chewie. Um, or Leia, Lando. What am I missing? Shattered Empire, Chewie. Now they're doing Obi-Wan and Anakin. The next one's going to be Poe Dameron. And it's going to be set before The Force Awakens. That'll be cool. So, I think that's probably the first one that I'm super, super excited about, to be How honest. How he grows as an ace pilot. I've enjoyed the comics so far, but they're kind of treading water. They're set mostly in between episode three, or episode four and five, and... We don't get any juicy chunks. <laughs> and right. we're not How going to. How much information can you put into the part where there were no movies of? <laughs> I mean... I just figured there'd be more meat. <laughs> something you know it's lots of fluff the coolest thing they to me that they've done is the the obi-wan story yeah and there's true. another one of those that came out i think last week i'll report it back i'll let you read the new one the vader stuff is pretty cool but it seemed like they're creating yeah. characters like, that can't stick around yeah you know what i mean like i don't know if it's just the nihilist in me but like when they introduce these this characters is inevitable that, <laughs> when the nihilist. when they introduce these characters that we don't ever see in the movies the the only outcome i can see for them is oh well they must have fucking died they must have got force choked yeah that's i mean that I, I it's hard for me to get that out of my brain when i'm watching rebels uh, you know, I I'm right I'm watching Rebels, and I'm like, you know, you know, all of you are gonna die, right? And I like you're all Rebels. Gonna, you're all gonna die at the hands of Darth Vader, right? It's like, I mean, I it's Ahsoka not that I want I that to be the die. case. It's not that I want it to, to either. You know, it just seems to be the inevitable outcome. I don't know. With what I know of Darth Vader and how he eliminated and purged the Jedi from the galaxy, exactly. I don't know how you can say that he purged them and eliminated them if that does not include Kanan, Ezra, mm-hmm. and Ahsoka. And the other thing is, is like, do you remember when we went to see the Clone Wars movie in the theater? I do. Do you remember? And remember coming faithfully, out. Faithfully, we were there first night. Yeah, faithfully. And coming out. And look, I love the Clone Wars. That movie is not, in my opinion, a great start uh, Weak. starting point. Weak sauce. Um, it gets so much better than that. And it, it does. I'm saying that because I liked it at the time. But in retrospect, seeing where that show went and the stuff they did, uh, you know. It's not as good. But I just remember being like, okay, so from that moment, coming out of the theater being like, oh, so Anakin killed his apprentice at some point. You know, yeah, that's right the off first, the bat. Uh, full Star Wars anything that I watched. I only saw bits and pieces, and then I saw that in theaters. Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. I think that's the only Star Wars movie I didn't see 
more than once in the theaters. Darth Vader I mean, I betrayed and once. murdered your father. It was fine, but it was a children's. I mean, it's it's very like childish and like played down and very. Yeah, I mean, it wasn't great. I don't even remember like the whole plot line at this point. No, Vader don't kill his apprentice. He lets her get framed for murder and lets her leave the Jedi Order. Right, but I'm saying eventually. Like, Oh, yeah. No, I'm just saying it's more fucked up than that before yeah, right. he kills her. Right, I mean, it definitely, it's not a simple, oh, like, what do, she what dies in to, Order 66. Will you go to bat for her? Or like, and I know it was complicated, and they explained a lot of that. I mean, he but. tried to, and then like, you know, once she was found innocent or whatever, you know, he tried to get her to rejoin the order. She's like, fuck, fuck you that. guys. Yeah. Which I don't blame her. Right. You know, that's something that's kind of hard to grasp is how flawed the Jedi Order is because it's in kind the of a pol- prequel trilogy. It's kind of a political basis. And that's I think that's so mu- it, sort I of their downfall. It lost yeah. its monastic <coughs> origins, which it, I think is what... Luke- there were too many people, and you didn't have too many fucking people that are all trying to, like, uh, do the... Like, they all want to be in charge, but they're trying to do it diplomatically and mm. fucking... I think it's I the- get the concept of the Jedi Council and, right. like, the temple. Those things should still exist, <laughs> but this idea that the Jedi are the most supreme, you know, force in the galaxy, I believe, is kind of arrogant... Well, I mean, They're I think it's rifles. Yes, yes. That's I think sort of where they fall out of line. They shouldn't getting... be peacekeepers to the Republic. They should right. be a separate entity. Mm-hmm. You know, a monastic religious sect that conducts its own business and makes its own decisions, not for the not the Republic's peacekeepers. Because there's and several can just help when they you know are called upon. Right. Exactly. There's several things that the Jedi Order is wrong, just straight up wrong about in the prequel trilogy. Yeah, like what? Like the fact that uh, they don't believe in, uh, you know, the concept of love when it's Luke's love for Vader that brings balance to the Force. It is. In a roundabout way. You know what it I'm really saying? It really is. And, and I it's even, a father's love for his son. That makes him destroy the emperor Emperor. you know what i'm saying and like i don't think the jedi of the prequel trilogy would have looked at it from that angle they would not have they're too almost too stoic or something yeah or they want to be too vulcan but then they get pulled into this galactic or galaxy-wide conflict you know what i'm saying i i think when windu says we're peacekeepers we're not soldiers it's him that says that right i believe so i think that's the right idea but i think they fail to execute that and there's this idea that Mace Windu himself is a is a a being touched by the dark slightly, you know, like if lightsaber color reflects, right? Eh, I mean, I can kind of see that from sort of like I guess like a color theory standpoint. You know what I'm saying? But I don't know that it's necessarily it's sort of truth. a his his yeah his saber is a mix of he does blue seem to and excess anger. But yeah, you know, you see not in the way. I mean, but not who to harness it for hatred. You know what I'm saying? Obi Wan seems to harness anger when he's fighting Darth Maul. That's true. And you know what I'm saying? Um, you know, I I think part of it has to do with they say in the prequels uh, that the dark side has clouded. They're not able to. What is it they say? Should we tell the Repu- Should we tell the Senate that our ability to use the Force has diminished? Right. And honestly, I think that's sort of what's going on in The Force Awakens. Because a lot of people say, oh, well, if Rey is Luke's daughter, 
why doesn't he, you know, why can't he feel it in the force or et cetera, et cetera. There's some shit going on. In fact, they've even said that the quote unquote awakening, that the force has been quote unquote sort of dormant since the attack on Luke's Jedi Academy or temple or whatever the fuck you want to call it. There has been an awakening. Um, so the dark but side. except for Kylo Ren, because he's and been able light. to like hone his at least powers of mind control and whatever. Well, that 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 doesn't mean that that Luke doesn't have force powers. That doesn't mean that, that someone who's connected can't feel the force. That it's not as maybe not, not as strong as it could be. His connection okay. to the force, because <laughs> Kylo uses the force, but we don't. I mean, besides him stopping that laser bolt and the weird mind shit that he does i never got the feeling like oh shit kylo is the strongest dark side user we've ever seen no it's not raw He's, power it is no. no it's it is it's raw power it's not focused it's not honed i think and i think that's what they were going with with the design of his lightsaber it's supposed to reflect that he's not the perfect dark side user that say like a darth vader would be i agree you know i think that's sort of a visual analogy for where he's at i think the fact that snoke says bring me here to complete his training is another hint that like we'll see him more focused maybe even a more powerful a more evil more definitely more powerful i think or maybe even more tortured because he just killed his dad <laughs> i do not want a shot no i said one another but shots turned down for what no i'm good thank you did you know that Jesse's middle name is Peer Pressure? It is not. All I did was uh, raise a shot glass in, in, in a question. In offer. She just offered to hook you up with a beverage. Before. Bef- a this little was, miniature beverage. This is after, by the way. She just poured shots and set them in front of us like, you're taking those. So I mean, maybe I should just, do that again. That's is just that generous. What, um, no, I, I do not want a shot. That's just being hospitable. I understand the concept of hospitality. You don't have to I have to work tonight. And plus, look, I've, I, I'm i the one that has to listen back to the, t- the podcast when I've had too much to drink. It's not good for the podcast Aww. when I've had too much to drink. Have you, have you watched the new episode of Bob's Burgers? Which one? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where they it. sing in Spanish, where uh, <laughs> Gene plays and Tina sings in Spanish and Luis translates. Follow where they're, your tra- heart. Where they're trying to get um, keep her from... Keep Gail from hooking up with Mr. Frond. Mr. Frond. Yeah. yeah. That was a pretty good one. <laughs> yeah, that El was. Is El <laughs> Man, I like that show. I love it, Bob's yes. Burgers. It, it's it just, my comfort I just relate show to right it. now. As um, of right now, it's my second favorite animated show on. The dude, animated the dude at work it's was my like, favorite it's just too happy. Show. The family's just too happy. Well, like, what are, what's wrong was, with that? I was like, you, you don't need dark you and brooding problems. all the time. <laughs> you must be one of those dudes that grew up with a sad family. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, even I if it was sad, like there's happy little, shit in a sad give family. Give me a little family so. that hates themselves. Like, Give me a little Simpsons. I mean... Even The Simpsons is not dark and brooding. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I don't know. it's just it's, not, it's not as happy. And 
Bob's Burgers, the family is flawed. There is a lot. I of, did like, watch all of, of F- flaws in it. They're just they love the thing each is other. they love each other for all their flaws and they accept each other. Yeah, that's the great part it's about Bob's Burgers. It's a great show. It really is. I, Anyone I that hasn't it. watched it should it watch it all the time. Like uh, I did really too much. I did watch F is for Family. I watched all. Did of you like that? I liked it, but I was a little taken aback at first, simply because of the opposite of this. Like, yeah, I didn't really enjoy watching such a sad and dysfunctional family like it but got a it's little better. but you it, know it got a little better it i was think just it's also to begin i with. think the tone is supposed to uh convey sort of the time period it's set in in no, the I, 70s you I know totally what i totally mean? understand the you intro know, itself says a lot it, about it the sets show the whole, i love bill burr the comedian yeah. that does the voice of the dad and right he's the right like creator of that show so like it's right up my alley i think it's meant to be his his family and his dad yeah sure it is well i mean the kid's name is bill like that's supposed to be his dad and i like that it's uh what justin long is the voice of the son yeah of the stoner son of like the one that's real into the yeah the frodo band or whatever he's basically into rush yeah but not even because like it's this tiny band that's like a knockoff like at that episode where they go to the show, and I like the uh, opener. For you know, I like Harrison his neighbor. Me too. That's my. Uh, favorite that's character. Owen Wilson. That is isn't my it? favorite I don't character. Know. I think that's who voices him. Is I don't know, but it's I think Owen it's Wilson cool. reminds me of Matthew McConaughey. Yeah. 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 It's my favorite. Wooderson. The last episode of that was, I think, by far the best of the season. Like the Christmas episode, it was good. I'm telling you, the best animated show on TV right now, Rick and Morty. Oh, well, uh, Rick and Morty is great, R- Rick but... Rick and Morty, a thousand it's years. so fucking weird and so funny, and I love a good fucking catchphrase. I Rick put, and Morty's got it. Well, but love I a put uh, Bob's Burgers <laughs> slightly above, but Rick and Morty's a close second. <laughs> I mean, Rick and Morty is probably as dark as you can take an animated show. Well, you're also talking about the difference between being on Adult Swim and being on... What is this? Fox, Fox? Fox, you know? Yeah. I think that's probably a big factor Even in what the difference is. Even for Adult is. Swim, though, I mean, Rick and Morty's pretty, like, uh, I don't know. There's some. I don't know, it's man. It's a step like, down from Metalocalypse. Yeah. I think Squidbillies is darker than Rick Squid and Morty. Squidbillies is pretty fucked up. Equally, equally as grotesque. Yeah. I mean,. I don't know. The uh, for some reason, Squid Billy's is forgiving because it is so crude and kind of yeah ill witted. I just know? feel Never I feel really like my a, favorite, growing up fun. where I did and and where I have and where I've lived, I've seen the real life version of the Squid Billy's characters. Oh, it makes it not so much as funny. Yeah, you're like, like mm. uh-huh. I see why you're making fun of that because that's real. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, that exists yeah. really exactly. somewhere. And like, I don't know, it, it, everything's so dirty. You know what I mean? Like. They live in squalor. The grandmother is, is gross. gross. <laughs> you like. That's the grossest part of that show. That fucking oh. old horny grandmother. Ugh. Come here, Sheriff. <coughs> um, I think that's pretty much the Star Wars news I've got this week. I feel like I had something else that I'm, I'm sort of I missing actually, here. I'm going to agree with you on that. There was something that we maybe even talked about or that you mentioned talking about what um, did what did we watch before I? oh that? uh, snl that's right, oh that's adam driver on snl that was good that was yeah. really good he was good so at that funny. 
He was good at playing Kylo Ren on SNL. I like that. You know what's funny is that and in like a humorous way. There's been people uh, making custom action figures for Matt, the radar technician. I think that's funny. That is yeah. funny. If they had an exclusive black figure, that show would be hilarious. Oh, I'm, I'll be going for that. Man, yeah. I'm not having much luck in the Steve Cobra's favorite segment lately. Not not finding the black figures and shit I've been looking Have for. Have you ever watched the Toy Hunter guy on like TLC or whatever it is? One of these channels has a guy that's a toy hunter guy, and he owns oh, really? like a toy collectible shop, and he can go in people's basements and stuff and like haggle for what they have, you know, knowing bargains when he finds them. I think that's something you need to do. Like, you think so? You know a lot about it. You should at least peruse Star Wars collections to pick the valuable things that you can resell. At I mean, that's the thing. If we had, I check every now and then, say on Craigslist and stuff for people selling. Star Wars collections, and it just doesn't happen much around here. You need to keep your ear to the ground for like yard sales. And a, That's what I was about to say. Sales. Maybe I need to be a little more proactive and Go seek to that shit out. World and see if there's anything you can scalp out of there. Yeah. What's on second? That's a good store for Star Yeah, but Wars see, stuff. the thing is, if you want to get a truly great deal, go into one of those, re- like, what's on second? As cool of a shop as it may be, I haven't been there yet. I feel um, like estate sales and yard sales yeah. and sales. stuff like you But even then, I'm not going to. What I'm trying to concentrate on now are current black black series figures, and those not, aren't going to be there. Mm-mm. And, and not that I wouldn't be down for getting a good deal or finding some cool vintage Star Wars stuff, but I also feel at least at this point in time, like say you know you're a soccer mom that's going to put out some fucking stuff on your yard sale. You know Star Wars is big right now. You know what I mean? Like yeah, there's a time when you can get that sort of deals and. Or those sort of deals, and I don't know that that's... Now, I could be wrong. I, th- I think it might also just be the area It's also in. about your ability to haggle. Which is not good. Uh, you got no poker face? Can't blow no. for shit? Well, see, this is the thing. Like, um, you know, occasionally I'll go on vacation with my parents, and they like to go to, like, Mexico a lot of times. Yeah, where you have to haggle when you buy right? shit. Right? And, like, I always just let my dad take care of it, because I'm just like, oh, you want to sell me that for 40 bucks? Here's here's forty dollars, hey, hey! And my dad's like, no, no. And dude. then he'll do this fucked up thing where he tries price. to uh, take advantage of my handicap. He'll be like, hold on, watch this. And he'll go, how much is this? And they'll be like forty bucks. And he'll be like, you see him in the wheelchair? He's only got fifteen dollars. <laughs> and I get so embarrassed. No, dude, that's how it works in the third world. I mean, look, I understand, but. Something about haggling just makes me uncomfortable. It's, it's, it's not so much even the the act of the actual haggling as it's just having to interact with strangers. I'm terrible at that, man. Hashtag first. Did world I tell problems. you about? Oh my god! Did I tell you about the embarrassing shit that happened to me at the Tool concert? No. So we're in our seats, and there's a guy right in front of us in the row in front of us. And, you know, we're elevated a little bit in the fucking pimp-ass handicap seats. Yeah, yeah. And this dude has a Star Wars hat on. Oh, nice. I was like, fuck yeah, Star Wars hat. And then, like, we're sitting there in between bands waiting, and I see him walk by, and I was like, hey, man, I like your hat. This is something I don't normally do. Granada was a little fucked up. Yep. Feeling a little more friendly than usual. Yep. So I was like, hey, man, I like your hat. He's like, oh, dude, you didn't even notice my sweatshirt. He had a Star Wars sweatshirt on. And then, I don't know why, but I decided, you know what? I'm going to try to promote the podcast to this dude. Oh, my God. So, I was like, do you listen to podcasts? And he was like, no. 
no, I don't really. And so we talked just a little bit, and he went back down to a seat. I guess passed out the beers he went, and I was like, okay, nice short interaction with somebody in public. I'm doing good. Then this dude turned around and came back, and he was like, I know I said I don't listen to podcasts, but maybe I should. What's up? And I was like, well, I have a Star Wars podcast. He was like, oh, cool. And then proceeded to just talk to me for the next 20 minutes until Tool started. That's interesting. And, like, I, I was trying to pull the, the jump, the, the, uh, the fucking parachute cord, man. Yeah. Like, it went on too long. I, I, I fucked myself over. You did. Yeah. And I was like, fuck. It, it was it's the like, wrong one. It's like when you're like, don't make eye contact. Don't make eye contact. Oh, fuck. You made eye contact. You're about to get asked and for a cigarette. Not that this dude. No, I mean this it dude was, was fine. No, I know. I just you know what I'm talking about. Oh, I totally know what you're talking about. To be but it's, it's just me, like you know what I'm saying. Like, um, I you know, it's always hard to promote the podcast in person. Not hard, but like you don't want to cross that line because as soon as you say something to somebody, you become that guy that's trying to pimp your shit. That's callously. the other thing. It makes me feel a little weird. Like when we went to, you feel um, it out when you say it. When you're like, oh, you like Star Wars. Well, that's funny. I do a weekly Star well, Wars. You remember podcast. when we went to Black Friday? And then Fr- when they're like, "Oh, oh, that's nerdy as fuck." No, dude, no, I don't. What What is there to talk about Star Wars every week? Then you're like, "No, bitch, you ain't cool." I get like that. We have no more to talk about. Well, see, do you remember when we went to Force Friday and there was those other two dudes looking at figures when we got in there? Yeah, the, and uh, I awkwardly tried to the promote the podcast. Crisis beard. Yeah, yeah. I mean, mid- dude, that's me. Midlife per crisis beard. Um, You've had uh, a beard for a while. They were they were sockheads. More sockheads. Oh, they're just people that wear the beanies. So. Oh, I was about to say, is that a racial slur? I'm going to have to no. cut that out. No, <laughs> it's an Anthony. I mean, Bourdain, they just white it's an guys? Anthony Bourdain term. <laughs> like maybe I just need to get us some business cards printed up so I can just be like, here, listen to this. I'm telling or you, you get gorilla marketing. Cards I'm still and on you the gorilla marketing. Attach them to like Star Wars. Let's uh, do Banksy style. Uh, <laughs> Blu-rays and stuff like that. Go in and, and tag Blue Harvest. Yeah. I'm saying Blue Harvest tagging. I'm not get stickers and put them all over. That's see, what we can't do it do. now that stickers. we said it on air like that. But like, well, I mean, if it happens, oh, it's fine. clearly not stickers us that did it. It's yeah. just a crazed fan in Birmingham. Right. I'm not stupid enough to do it myself. No, I mean, either, clearly, a guy in a wheelchair doesn't need to leave fucking wheelchair wheel tracks in the mud trying to yeah. tag the side of a train with Blue Harvest, a Star Wars podcast. And right. It's not You're like not we don't know it. three or four graphic designers that can print us up some quick stickers or anything like that. I mean, that is true. So I got one more piece of information. This is actually what I was trying to think of boom, boom. Um, before we go to trivia and then call it a night. Uh, Bob Iger, the president of Disney, uh, this week um, confirmed something that is not that huge of a revel- revelation. It's not like, holy shit, nobody saw this coming. But he said that there will be further Star Wars movies after Episode Nine. Of course there will. He said there are five Star Wars films, four more with Episode Seven, The Force Awakens, that are in varying stages of development and production. There will be more after that. I don't know how many. I don't know how often. So. I mean, of course. They're, they <coughs> spent a lot of money on it, and they're going to make a lot of money on it. So, I mean, they're going to put out Star Wars for... Star Wars is going to be around until I die. Yeah, that's what I think. It's that's gonna how long be you Star recoup Wars that investment. For the rest of our lives. You know, there was an article on. A have I talked about this? There was an article on like, I can't remember Slate or something that was like, 
you will not live to see the end of star wars was the the no, title of the that. article and it gave me anxiety like i was like oh my god you mean there's going to be star wars movies that come out after i die <laughs> fuck i have this i had this weird anxiety attack at the tool concert i'm just sitting there enjoying my fucking favorite band and i was like you know what i'm gonna die one day and just had this huge anxiety attack ego death see we have the opposite uh, reaction to that because I think on a regular basis that all of these people are going to die one day and it doesn't, it's fine. It's part of, you know what? This is, this is funny about this and this is where we'll leave it off on the week. Jesse all the time tells people that I'm the one that hates everybody. (laughs) And all the time she's like, Hoss hates everybody. And this time she's walking around thinking, y'all are all going to die. You're all going to die. Horrible, painful deaths. I know, but I don't like thinking about it. Living is rad. Being alive is rad. Living is fine. Coming up next. Death is part of life. Star Wars trivia. And we're back. Trivia. Because I am the baddest of them. See, I'm fucking white. I can't You were close. You were just (laughs) wanting to save it. I am the the baddest of them all. If you ain't about money, then I don't mess with y'all. You think I don't get girls? Because I ain't very tall. All right. Sorry. (laughs) Just had to get that out. Hawes Froggy Fresh. After last week's epic win again. Two to one now. There has on. not been an easy win for either of us. No, scratching. We've been on. having to yep. scratch and fight for our lives. You guys are being playing it pretty tough. All right. That's for sure. Will's bringing it this year. Tough All right. Guy. So Tough guy swag. Uh, paper, rock, scissors. Okay. Oh. All right. Let's do it. <laughs> Host choice. One, two, go. Ooh, Will. Will two zero quick a quick whipping. I got a bad feeling about this. All right, we're going regular card. I got a bad feeling about this. Young William. Geography. How many entrances to the Endor control bunker are mentioned in Return of the Jedi? (laughs) Two. That is correct. Okay. Right on. Pause. Character. Who asked Luke to stay on Tatooine for one more season? Uncle Owen. That is correct. Owen Lars. <laughs> Just Uncle Owen. It's good. <laughs> Your turn, Will. Wild card. All right. What did the character known as Minch in the first draft of The Empire Strikes Back evolve into? Yoda. Fuck! Fuck! I th- I knew I had that. I knew it immediately. That's why I was dancing. I mm. fucked myself up. Yep, you were dancing, and Will. <laughs> um, character is that available? Mm-hmm. Who asked? Oh no, no, we've done that one. Okay. Sorry, characters is done. Um, history. Yeah, we got that one. It's an easy one. Who told Luke size matters not? <laughs> Yoda. Yeah. Yoda has a micro penis. Yeah, interestingly I mean, enough, I don't know. He's a bad Jedi. That's why he needs that cane is to lug around that big no, old hog he has. No, Comparatively, I've, I've I've snoped it. It he has a micro penis. Oh really? That's <laughs> it's like a little toad. Oh uh, yeah, it's like a tree frog. It's embarrassing. He's he won't talk about it. Yeah, what's he needed for? They can't bang. Yeah. They're not supposed to bang. Yeah, yeah. He well, he uses that as an excuse. But it's really <laughs> out of shame, oh man, really. you're being real fucked up to my boy Yoda right now. My buddy Nick is going. <laughs> be like hey man that's his favorite character <laughs> i'm just messing around man. i love you all right so uh will back to you is geography left no, no you got uh, that one uh droids creatures and aliens right. 
Which side of C-3PO's chest did the Jawas attach a restraining bolt to? Left side. Hmm. Right? Mm -hmm. Yep. That's one of the... That's just... I mean, that sucks. You know, that's... It's one of those 50-50 questions. Yep. All right. So let me... Hold on. Let me count this. So Will's got geography. Will's got wild card. You've got droids, creatures, and aliens, history, and characters. So if you get this... Next one, it's over. You gotta miss this one. Weapons and vehicles. What did the Death Star's officer conclude about the Falcon when he was unable to find any life forms aboard? That maybe they used escape pods. That is incorrect. That the ship was on autopilot. That is incorrect. That that it was a decoy. Oh. Still win the card. I still won the card though yeah. with a like a. You backed into it. I backed it into it. It happens. All right. So that's one, right? Mm-hmm. All right. I go first on this mm-hmm. card. <clears throat> character alright who predicted that Luke Skywalker would soon be one of us the Emperor mm-hmm. fairly straightforward Will mm, geography where did the Emperor order the Imperial fleet sent prior to the second Death Star battle behind Endor I'll accept that. It's the far side of Endor. Far yeah, side of Endor. yeah, that's yeah. I'll accept that. That's yeah, one. fair enough. I agree with that. All right, one to one. Back to you. History. Yeah, this was a tough one. Who killed the Emperor? Darth Vader. Two to one. Mm, weapons and vehicles. What did Han, Leia, and Chewbacca don before stepping outside the Falcon in the asteroid cave? Mm, respirators, breathing masks. Yep, correct. Wild card. Who covered Biggs while he destroyed a deflection tower on the Death Star sur- surface? Luke. Incorrect. Who covered Biggs while he destroyed a deflection tower on the Death Star's surface? Red Leader. I don't think he's Red Leader, but that is incorrect in any case. The answer is Porkins. Oh, he is not. That's Red Six. That's Red Six. I didn't think he, Porkins was Red Leader. Not Jet Porkins. Okay, so uh, let's see. Haws, yup. Uh, Will, yup. Haws, yup. Uh, we have. We did that. Will, yup. Okay, so two to two. Misses. And Will, right? Is it Will's turn to get this last question for the card? I believe so. I think it is. Too. Yeah. Okay, who's Tauntaun died of exposure? Han Solo's. That is correct. Okay. Tired. Tied. Not tired. Mm -hmm. Tied. Because there are two answers to that question. Yeah. Han Solo was the correct one. Not really. Luke's gets killed by the Wampa. Wampa. Mm -hmm. That's true. It doesn't. You're right on the money. Yeah, you got it. Yeah. Okay, so that's one to one. Mm -hmm. All right. (laughs) So I went... Will went first. I went first. Will goes first. Yep. Mm-hmm. History. How many torpedo runs were made against the first Death Star? Two. Incorrect. Three. That is correct. That is correct. Three is the correct I answer. About pause. the wiring run. Character. Who begins choking Lando in a Cloud City corridor? Chewbacca. Yep. Two nothing. Will. Mm, droids, creatures, and aliens. What barbaric desert species wears crude face masks? Tuscan Raiders. Yep. 
Two to one. Wild card. What rebel suffered an injury to the right hand during the battle at the Sarlacc pit? Luke. Yep. Three to one. Will, you've got... uh, No, he just did wild card. We've got uh, weapons and vehicles and geography. Geography. What duo got into a heated argument in the South Passage Corridor on Hoth? Han and Leia. Yep. Three to two. Hoth for the win. Who is the only person besides Luke to ignite Luke's green-bladed lightsaber? Darth Vader. You win. <laughs> He's powering up. <laughs> Three to one on the year so far. Mm. Hawes Burkhart got off to a, a, a little slow off the gate, but it will, has recovered quickly. It will still never. I still will not let myself live down the fact that I lost the first one of the year. A misstep. But well, just needs to go back to the drawing board. He's going to go home and watch the movies oh, another 40 times. Believe. He's going to have them on while he sleeps and stuff, yep, seeping gonna, into his brain. They're going to play at my house 24-7. Yep. Well, thanks for coming down, buddy. Absolutely. I enjoyed it. We'll see you guys next week. Well, I think that'll about do it for this week. I think that'll wrap it up. Thanks for coming and recording, buddy. You know I like to. Thanks for coming and sitting. Well, coming here anyway. Thanks for sitting in with us, baby. Yes, anytime. Yeah, it's good to have you on. I would like to I thank Evan. It for our email hey man i like that format where you just send us uh true and false statements granted i know we went a little off book and discussed each one instead of just doing true and false but i enjoyed it nonetheless i'd like to thank stone cobra for a theme song thank you you can check them out at stonedcobra.com where you can get their album high and mighty for just five dollars and uh for blue harvest a star wars podcast i'm halls burkhart and I'm Will Witten. May the force be with you. May the force be with all of you. May the force be with us.